0: Hey, friends, Ashton here, and welcome back to another episode of Good, True, and Beautiful. We we got a treat on our hands today. Mm-hmm. Um, I it, it, So what do you say when you call someone one of your best friends and you've seen them once in 15 years? Uh, <laughs> I don't know... Uh, Yeah, I'll just throw that out there. Anyway, long story short, uh, who we have joining us today, dear friend of mine, uh, spent a summer with him many moons ago in the great state of Michigan. Uh, We curated a friendship. We've kept it alive over the years. His story, I think you're going to find to be very interesting. And uh, a couple calls ago with him, I was like, hey, you're... You're bizarre, random, beautiful. You're one <laughs> of us. I, you need to come chat with our community. So that being said, John Bucco, uh, from where do you live now in Michigan, by the way? I don't even know that answer. Uh, yeah, I'm in, I'm in
1: Holland, Michigan.
0: Holland, On Michigan, the other side of the state, yeah. Where they throw the crazies. That's where you guys belong. That's right, yeah, yeah. I landed yeah. perfectly, yeah. Um, welcome, Johnny B. Sting. Very glad to be here. I, uh, I, this is, I'm so excited about this because our, we, we are like a walking paradox. Our relationship is, <laughs> uh, it is. we are from different parts of the country. We, I'm a redneck. You're as Yankee as you get. And, uh, it's, <laughs> it, it was just an amazing paradoxical relationship that was curated in the early two thousands. Um, before we get going, though, where yeah. how do you where do you begin when you introduce yourself and your work in the world? Because you're, do you do you tell the backstory? Do you tell what you're doing today? I don't even know really where we should begin with you and what you're up to in the world.
1: Yeah, when when people ask me uh, what I do for a career, because I get asked that quite often, because you know I'm able to uh, go to the store at ten a.m. Or if I go get a haircut, I get it in the middle of the day. So I often get asked, this is, these are strange hours. How are you able – But what do you do uh, for your career? That's always I, – I still, after like almost 10 years, I still s- stammer around with this answer. But the, the short of it is I make YouTube videos. That's it. That's it. Um, yeah yeah i i could put i could wrap it in this really uh you know beautiful pack package uh, but people don't understand that i I've tried uh saying i i am a content creator for youtube and and that's confusing um so the short answer is yeah uh i i make youtube videos i put them on youtube uh, I've been doing that almost daily uh for well, i did it for about seven or eight years
0: mm and how did how did this happen like you were hmm. you were working with your dad in construction business yes and and, yeah. and that was the last time i spoke to you and then i look up and you have umpteen million followers on on youtube right and i'm right. like what are you doing how how, <laughs> how did how did this happen so i i was working with
1: my dad he is a, a general contractor uh, we we're kind of primarily focusing on insurance claims and stuff, and uh, that's the family business, and it did very well for him. So that was, uh, you know, that was the route I was going to take, and I did that for eight years, and I did terribly <laughs> at it. I, you know, something that's very important when you're a general contractor is you call people back when they when they're calling and saying, "Where's my siding?" You call them back and you tell them. Uh, but I, I got kind of scared I, in this industry. So I'd hide. I'd hide in my house. <laughs> that
0: introversion <laughs> side of you. Oh,
1: oh yeah. Yeah. Um, so it, obviously that didn't pan out too well for me. It didn't fit my personality. And this was kind of before I, you know, really knew the whole thing. You hear people say, do what you love um, do something you would do for free and then make money at it. Those sorts of things, uh, you, you hear them, but I was too young to really give it any sort of credit. I just thought this is the family business. This is what I'm going to do. Um, but it didn't work out it didn't work out. Um, as I was doing that, I started, I would watch YouTube videos from time to time, specifically like gaming stuff. And I'm not a huge gamer. You know that from me. Like when we spent that summer together, we we, we didn't play video games yeah. together or anything. Yeah. Um, so I'm not, I'm not much of a gamer or anything. But I was intrigued by that whole aspect on YouTube and, and would watch uh, people play. And I ended up thinking, I, can, I think I can do this. I think I could. There's a market here for me that I think I could fill. And uh, I was I had just gotten engaged to my wife. And in secret, I started doing these YouTube videos, <laughs> uh, playing video games, never told her anything like that. And uh, it, I started making some good connections with people uh, that were already successful and things started taking off. And it got to the point to where uh, finally I was able to get monetized on YouTube and start making some money. And I thought, OK, now I'm married to my wife at this time. And I got to tell, <laughs> tell her, I got to tell her we might be able to if I can do this, you know, I might be able to pay off a phone bill or something. And uh, I was pretty nervous because, you know, as you know, without the support of your your wife, your significant other, it's a little difficult to keep yeah. pushing for something. And uh, I was nervous about it. Uh, but I told her and she loved it. She thought it was awesome. interesting. Yeah. And uh, that I, I think that moment was kind of uh, for my life, just an like, impactful milestone. Uh, I was actually talking about this with her yesterday uh, because because she had faith in me and didn't make fun of me. Oh, you little nerd gamer. You know, <laughs> you put that down, get pick the hammer up and call the people back about the sighting. <laughs> You know, Uh, but uh, uh, she supported it and she said, yeah, if that's what you want, do it. And so, you know, I was able to do it and it ended up getting to a point to where she said, hey, you know, you're making more money. You're making twice as much here as you are uh, working as a general contractor. You think maybe it's time to pursue this full time and see where it can go. Uh, So she supported me there, too. Um which is a big move because that means leaving dad's business you know um what was that like but, uh, that was that was tough that was very very tough um you know i had a, a, I,
0: I you've got uh, the path carved out for you, the business yeah. is there your dad it's your it's not some random it's your dad it's family and yeah. you go hey i think I think I'm shifting gears here
1: yeah. I mean, the business is called Buko Brothers. <laughs> so he, he, his, the, he named it with the dream of my sons wow. are going to take this business over. Wow. My brother had gone a different path. And uh, so this was me kind of feeling like I'm going to crush his dream, you know. Um, but uh, yeah, we sat down uh, on the back of his truck in the garage and I told him uh, through tears that I can't do it anymore, and I gotta pursue this other thing. And he was like, "Okay, that's fine, <laughs> that's fine." And then he went on on his way, and I I'm sitting there bawling, <laughs> I'm bawling my eyes out because I, I you know, my heart was broken about the whole situation. I thought we were gonna have this moment and maybe a little friction, uh, but he was totally cool with it. You know, mm-hmm. he he supported it as well, uh, and still does to this day. Um, but yeah, that's what kind of led me to start going full time. And once I did, it really started uh taking off. Well. Wow. So that's that's kind of what led me uh into that as a
0: career. So um, you know, I, I'm most interested in like your journey of like transforming your presence in this space, the yeah. the creativity, how that shifted, where it started, where it's at now. Uh, I think we all want progress. We all want this idea of something new, something different. Um, Yeah. And so I think you've, like, literally, I'm just looking from the outside in. But I think you've morphed into different things in this space over time. Talk to me how video one is different from video May of 2019.
1: Yeah. So, um Initially, when I started, it was just a matter of in my head, I thought, you know, and this is this is a little condescending, but uh, it was years ago. Uh, I thought, man, this is a bunch of nerds. I'm a cool guy. I'll be a cool guy on here, you know. So I went in trying to act all cool. And uh, some of my first videos are pretty straight, you know, real straight, trying to, you know, not be vulnerable at all. and
0: um, Not being Bucco
1: yeah exactly right right i mean and that takes a while you know if you're doing anything publicly it takes a while to kind of find your voice um but uh it it took for for my growth um as far as success on youtube uh it was definitely for me was kind of a a networking game Hmm. um and more so, I don't even like to use the word networking. I, I like to say relationships uh, because uh, this is something my dad taught me in the business is we we're doing insurance claims. And uh, he said, you have to form relationships with these insurance adjusters and, and agents and stuff. And the stronger that relationship is, the more work you're going to get. Um, so I was able to apply that. And I formed some real solid friendships and relationships within YouTube um and uh that kind of was what jump started my growth initially interesting um yeah, yeah, but then as as time went on um I kind of you know I start finding my voice and stuff, and uh you know in in anything uh you have to have at least a secondary unique characteristic about what you do um Explore. you know net. Netflix is a blockbuster, but they stream it. You know, that's what set them apart and made them so different. Um, So for myself, I was making videos of video game stuff. And uh, that's something that a lot of other people were doing. So I needed to add some uniqueness to it. And I uh, implemented humor. You know, I tried as I got more comfortable Uh, I tried to make them as funny as possible, Um, but then I started to notice a big trend of uh, and I don't know if it's specific to the audience of gamers or specific to the age demographic. At the time, it was like 13 to 17 year olds. Uh, So many people talking about anxiety and depression and how my videos were uh, helpful for them in that area. Mm. Um, so I, I had several different series. I had a series that was more focused on humor and stuff. And then I had, uh, some more slow paced games where I would kind of talk about some life lessons, uh, some stuff that I learned within my life to try to help people. Um, so those were some secondary kind of unique things that I was able to implement into my videos, uh, that, endeared myself to people. But I think it was also kind of a mission because um, I got up to uh, over a million subscribers on YouTube and it was almost like my church. Mm -hmm. You know, I grew up in a family of pastors. My grandpa was a pastor for 50 years. My uncle's been a pastor for like 30 years. Um, My dad's been a pastor. Uh, So this was like my church, I had a lot of people that I could potentially help. Um, so it's kind of a mixture of, you know, trying to bring humor and, and laughter to people throughout their day. Um, but then also, you know, try to give some some life advice and some motivation from time to time. Um, so and that's where things kind of uh, landed uh, as far as the YouTube career is concerned.
0: And so the whole video space was basically camouflage for, yes. for, for you to get to the thing underneath the thing.
1: Absolutely. That while yeah. it
0: was you and your hilarious essence at times screaming at these games, which yes. when I found them, I was like, oh, my gosh, this is, this is so him. This is perfect. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Yet, yet, you're like, yeah, but I'm trying to sneak something in the back door here yes um it's not just gaming i i you you actually want to be about the thing underneath the thing
1: exactly Mm, yeah it's beautiful
0: and so what's that look like today i mean it's like you're shifting there's a there's something new coming along um i'm seeing more of like you the family side of things um talk to me about kind of where 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 you're at today with it
1: yeah so that that uh, kind of involves a little bit of a longer story, um, but you know, I at the time I grew uh, with an audience of you know younger kids, and they grow up, you know, they grow up and their interests change, um, and so uh, you know, there's there's some decline in viewership and stuff. But um, what uh, so I I had transitioned onto different platforms. I tried Twitch live streaming a little bit. And uh, and that was pretty fun. But in October of 2017, uh, my wife was five months pregnant with our third daughter, uh, Ivy, and uh, we had just gotten the ultrasound and I was headed home. I was getting ready to do a live stream and she called me. And it's that phone call that you don't want to answer the phone and hear your wife sobbing, you know, that's, that's a scary moment. Um, so some panic set in and she told me that, uh, they found some abnorm abnorma- what abnormalities <laughs> that's it, uh, in the, um, uh, in the ultrasound. And, uh, they found some hardening in part of her brain and, um, some other things. So uh, we had some more tests done and found out that she, uh, had trisomy 13, which is a chromosomal disorder. Um, and, you know, we were scared that the pregnancy wasn't, you know, she wasn't going to make it through the pregnancy. Um, the, the thing that made it really difficult is they said that there is a chance that uh, she will. And she, she could make it through the labor process. And, uh, but because she had a hypoplastic heart problem, um, they said, she's not going to live, you know, past one year. Um, so that for us, it is still, uh, difficult, but at the time it was heart wrenching, you know? And, um, so <clears throat> in January of last year, she was born and, uh, she, she survived the labor process. Um, and we had her for 18 hours and then she passed away. Um, so sorry, it's, it's like, it's still tender, you know? Um, but, uh, that was a huge life-changing moment for, for me. Um, because as a YouTuber, I'm making daily videos and the requirement is to, uh, be on, I, my my mission yeah. was to bring joy to people, and you know there's a big difference between when you're up on stage, and when you're at home by yourself. Uh, you have to flip a little bit of a, of a switch, and uh, after this time, it was and during the healing process, I found it really difficult to flip that switch. Mm. Uh, it it was near impossible. Uh, a few months later, I tried it, and it was. You know, it just wasn't there. You know, uh, and the passion had kind of uh, fallen out of it a little bit too. Um, so, I uh, started. You know, there's a lot of internal thought that goes on uh, through that time, and a lot of thinking of wh- why did this happen? What what is the purpose? Uh, you know, asking god what you know tell me what what why did this happen show me uh but um something that i've realized is that uh sometimes it doesn't just land in your lap you have to make it you have to make uh, that circumstance have a positive impact Um, so that's kind of where my life is transitioning is I found that uh, it's it's necessary for me to take action to make her life uh, mean something. So I've been transitioning into uh, helping people with their YouTube channels because I got asked that all the time. Uh, what you know, these young kids that I uh, you know were my audience back in the day now they want to be YouTubers. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, so I'm all the time getting asked, hey, how should what's the best way to start a YouTube channel? And there's so many things that I've done right and wrong in the past um it's almost like a a, an athlete that gets injured and his career's over but still has the desire and the knowledge you know so uh so yeah so i've been transitioning into more of a a teaching role and uh i've gotten more satisfaction out of that than i did in the past seven years well yeah so that's kind of where things have evolved over the past two to three years.
0: Man, um, not to jump off of this topic, but I, I want you to hold my hand on such a painful season. I, I think yeah. this is significant. I, I think it it appears to me that um, I hear in your voice that you're starting to feel the light again. Yes. That there's some joy. There's some, that spirit is tan- becoming tangible again. Um, what did you find useful, um, helpful in maneuvering through that space?
1: Um, uh, for me, and, and let me be clear that I'm, I'm still absolutely uh, figuring absolutely. it out, you know, um, I don't have all the answers. I don't feel like, uh, I'm completely healed. You've heard the the analogy of the ball in the box. Uh, there's a button in a box and there's a ball. And after, uh, the circumstance initially happens, the ball is really big. So it's hitting the button of pain all the time. As mm-hmm. time goes on, the ball shrinks. Yeah. Uh, so it bounces around, but it still hits it from time to time. Uh, that's, that's where we're at. But, um, Initially, there was a lot of, I, I, i to be quite honest, I was mad. Mm-hmm. I was really, really mad. Uh, I don't know why, <laughs> you know, there's stages of grief and I just got stuck there. It was just anger. Um, I've grown up in a Christian family and uh, I, I, I expected, especially with such a large audience, I thought this is God's opportunity to really show uh, how he can heal and how he can work, you know, in a big, big way. So healer, hmm. healer, and uh, uh, that didn't happen. So I was, a, I was, a, I was like a little kid throwing a tantrum. I was mad. Um, I try to go to church, and when they're singing, you know, God is good all the time. God is good. I'm, I'm shake. I'm in the audience. No, wrong. No, he's not. <laughs> you know, yeah. Um, and it, it, so I, it I got to a point where, um, you know, it had been maybe a year where I was just holding on to this anger and resentment, and um, you know, we kind of stopped going to church because we weren't, you know, we just couldn't handle it. It was just tough.
0: Yeah.
1: And uh, I I kind of started to think, okay, um. I don't want to live like this. I don't want to live angry forever. And I know that if my daughter Ivy was here today and she was old enough to communicate with me, she wouldn't want me to live like this. Mm -hmm. She wouldn't want me to live angry at God, uh, angry at the circumstance. She would want me to love and appreciate every moment I had with her and use her life for something good. Um, So that's been my goal is to transition from uh, taking intentional action and using that hurt and that pain. But whenever I feel that, do something outwardly and try to help people in as many ways as I can. Um, So, yeah, still still painful. I mean, Mother's Day was just the other day and Mm -hmm. Nicole, you know, she she had a pretty tough day. Um, but we're doing, we're taking action. I think every we all, we, we all have a choice when these things happen, when these traumatic circumstances happen in our lives, we have a choice to go one way or the other. Um, so I'm realizing, I'm realizing that more clearly and trying to, uh, you know, use, uh, her life as a positive benefit to the world through me.
0: How, what have, um, what's been a, uh, a beneficial practice for you and Nicole, because I can see how this can become, you know, an unbelievably difficult ocean to navigate. Yeah. Um, and again, I'm not in Michigan, and I'm only se- seeing some of this through some of the videos. But I, se- right. I, I really do sense a beautiful, uh, even it's it's hard to even say this, a stronger love between you. Um, yeah. through this what what have how have you guys maintained that hey i'm in this with you i'm we're in this deal together
1: yeah well initially um you know i i knew i I mean the 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 labor process in and of itself is difficult right there there are a lot of hormones that start going crazy and it's just tough um she then had to do that without her baby Mm -hmm. so for me and that's another reason why i kind of put the youtube stuff down as well is my sole life purpose was to be there for her um and help help her in any way possible um i'm married to a very strong woman very strong it would take a strong woman
0: to marry a (laughs) of
1: yeah it does (laughs) it does um she, she never really, uh, had the anger problems that I did, mm. uh, with all this. It was just, it was just sad, just sadness. Um, but as a family, cause we have two other girls, uh, who are four and two, um, we just came together and, and we focused more time together. The YouTube thing takes 12 to 16 hour days. I was grinding for years and, um, It was just a a time to put that down and us all to focus on each other and love on each other. Um, And that's that's another thing that I felt like uh, another way for us to kind of honor Ivy's life is for us to grow closer together as a family. Um, You know, oftentimes we we, it's something that uh, we don't shy away from. We don't shy away from the topic and the conversation because maybe we'll cry or it'll be sad. Uh, we try to talk about her mm. as often as possible. Um, and it can be sad. You know, it can be sad and uh, we can cry. But it's all part of the healing process. Um, mm. She's buried about uh, a half a mile from our house. So um, since the weather is warmed up and stuff, we we run. We go for a jog and we run over there to. Her grave and spend time with her every day um so uh it, it, i think the main thing that we've done is not try to to push it down
0: don't know? exclude it include it
1: exactly yep. yeah yeah
0: well well man um well it's it's admirable i mean it's 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 uh that's wholly sacred territory that um, you guys in a story that you've been entrusted. And um, I do sense that uh, it will provide some fuel and peace and uh, hope for a lot of people that um, have found themselves in a rough patch. Um, where are you going from here? Like, where do you, what do you, what's on the horizon? I mean, it started with gaming, but I, I really feel like there's a new avenue for you. Um do are you are you staring at a blank canvas or do you have an idea of some things you want to paint with? What what's this new space like for you? Yeah,
1: so I it it has been a, a kind of a blank canvas and um I've I've attempted to do some things, um where I thought, hey, you know, I I've I know the social media space, so I'm gonna help some s- local small businesses with their social media. Uh, so I did that for, you know, just free, uh, with some companies, and found that that wasn't really uh, hitting the spot. For you had me. to call them back too. I I, I had to call them back. <laughs> so that that's when I was kind of, like, yeah, this ain't for me. Uh, <laughs> It, it was just one of those things where uh, it wasn't, you know, it was something that I was doing. I, I could do it, but the passion wasn't really behind it. And like I said earlier, you want to find something you would do for free. Mm-hmm. You would do free and then find a way to, you know, make money at it at some point when we we're talking careers, you know. Um, so I now I've, I've for the past year, uh, I've been working on. Because I was helping people with their YouTube channels. And I loved it. I was coaching people personally and seeing them grow. And I could do that all day. Hmm. Um, So I'm in the process of forming a business that specifically caters to that. uh, To helping people with their YouTube channels. I've got um, a, a 60 video course. Uh, put together with some other friends that have found success in different ways on the platform and stuff. Um, so that's that's what the future's looking like um, as far as you know my career going forward. Um, my my main goal and my main passion though is <laughs> my cousin mentioned this about me the other day. He said, "You you like working for free, don't you?" And I do. <laughs> I do like, and I, I'm not sure what that is. I, I I have a really hard time telling somebody, "Hey, here's your bill. Yeah. Time to pay up." Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's 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 something about that that I just rather not do. Yeah. I you can keep the money. <laughs> just save me the trouble. Um, but uh, like today, I have I have a meeting with my my pastor because I want to use if there's any way that they can. Use some of my knowledge and, and uh, you know, what I've learned uh, over the last years. I want to offer that and help that. So um, for me, the future of what I'd love to be doing, this is, this is long-term goal. I'd love to find financial freedom at some point and then just be able to serve. Mm-hmm. Just be able to serve in the church and serve other people and not worry about sending out invoices.
0: You know, yeah. Beautiful beautiful um it looks to me like you're you're in a season of reading what have you been reading lately any books that you would uh recommend for spirit mind body business anything
1: yeah yeah um so i mean as far as uh, there's a book that i read recently that i think uh, it's more targeted towards online virality uh, but i think it applies to any business or any Uh, sort of entrepreneurial situation, um, contagious from by
0: Jonah Berger.
1: Um, Have you read that?
0: It's got like a one of those dandelion things on it, doesn't it? Yes, yes,
1: yes. Um, So he, I think he, believe he's an engineer, and he's taken like an engineer approach to studying virality and what causes things to blow up. And uh, that that book has been. That that was a, just a huge eye opener. There's a lot of things that I've read within it, and I realize, oh, that's why that worked for me. Hmm. I understand, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, but then a lot of other areas where I may have missed the boat. Um, so that's been that's been a really good book that I've I've loved and enjoyed. I I got to admit, and this is kind of a guilty pleasure, the You Are a Badass books yeah, yeah, yeah. from Jensen yeah. Sincero. Yep. I love those books, man. Right I love them. Uh, she she takes. Um, you know, a spiritual, spiritual approach to uh, success and stuff. Um, as a Christian myself, I like to just, she, she uses the term source energy. I like to just replace it with God, you know. Yeah. Um, but uh, her, her books are very, very eye-opening. Which uh, the, the biggest thing that I've taken from that is uh, believing in yourself and in your abilities and having uh, faith in your ability to do bigger things. Um, I've, I've learned kind of myself that if you take, take your current goals and multiply them by a hundred, what, what does that do to you mentally? All of a sudden your mind wakes up and you start thinking of a lot more things that, that you could be doing to help you, uh, reach certain levels
0: of success. Um, and synchronicity phrase. begins. Yes. You know, like all of a sudden, like, huh? That, whoa, that was a random door. That's an interesting door that just opened. Yes. Um, yeah. Yeah.
1: Which a lot that's of people
0: crazy. can turn like, woo, they're like, ah, that's too woo woo for me. No, like, it's just, it's baked into how the thing works.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it does, it does get a little, little woo woo. That's a great, that's a great term for that. Um, but... but if
0: it's true, it's true everywhere.
1: Yeah. And, and, you know, it, it may be, I've thought, Hey, maybe this is just the marketing angle that books are taking now. But, um, you know, think and grow rich is a book from, uh, man, when was that written? Yeah. uh, Like the fifties.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Maybe
1: the, uh, the same concepts apply. Uh, you read a lot of these books about uh, motivation and, and preparing yourself for success. And they all talk about very, very similar things. Um, maybe it's just a strategy that works you know for motivating people, but you gotta kind of believe that they might be onto something yeah yeah
0: yep yeah. yeah setting the intent um, yeah love it um what advice would you give to your younger self what what advice would you give to John bucco in two thousand two with A scrawny Ashton Gustafsson.
1: Yeah, watch out for that young Texan guy. (laughs) He's trouble. (laughs) (laughs) He was trouble. Um, There were a lot of lessons that my dad had passed on to me. Um, As a young kid, you take it, you say, that's great, you know. Um, But to really give it a lot more thought. My dad always... um, he was big into visualization, picturing your future success. Right on. And that's something that I would do casually. You know, he'd say, hey, before the the bat, because I played varsity basketball, he said, before the game today, spend five minutes in the locker room just visualizing you're you're making this shot and doing this. And I'd do it, um, but not really realizing that that sort of stuff applies all across the board, you know? And I think uh even within when it came to youtube uh when I started to see little glimmers of things, I was able to start visualizing uh success mm-hmm. so i think um uh, you know paying more attention to that and realizing that that can be applied in in so many aspects of life um that's that 's what i would have told
0: old beasting old B-double-O-K-O. Yeah. that's it Oh, uh, you have more nicknames for yourself than anyone I've ever met. <laughs> it's perfect. It's perfect. It, it,
1: it, that's that's part of the contagious book. The social triggers.
0: You just gotta. You gotta throw. It's it's just the bait for people. It reels them in. Exactly. Yeah. Unbelievable. I love it. Um, dude, I love you. I'm thankful for you. Uh, too, man. You, uh, the light that you and your girls uh, and Nicole are putting into the world. Um, the beautiful thing is. It is contagious, and once you enter a posture that gives itself away, you then entrust that same grace uh, and peace to others. So um, Mm. I love the mystery of things and how a random gaming YouTube channel uh, can actually turn into a river of peace and love and empathy and joy and compassion Mm. and all that for people. So um, thank you for showing us the way.
1: It was my pleasure, brother.
0: Uh, can we do this again? Maybe Absolutely. Uh, Maybe we can start having like quarterly or an, biannual or, or something where we're like, it gets real wonky and random. I'd um, love to. We, I'll, hey, I'll see you next week if we, you want. <laughs> We've set the tone. <laughs> We've set the tone for people. So they know, they know now they know what they get with Book o. Uh, I think go. it's time to take them to the next dimension. Beautiful. <laughs> All right, brother. We'll talk soon. Hey, before you go, don't forget to hit subscribe right there on your phone. That's probably where you're listening. Uh, And if you enjoyed this, would you mind leaving us a review? One of the things that we're wanting to do is get this information out to as many people as we can. And we are finding that uh, when people leave good, true, and beautiful reviews, uh, that helps us get this information out more and more to people all across the world. I do not take it lightly uh, that you invite me to ride shotgun with you in your car Uh, You allow these conversations to be a part of your jogs. You allow these conversations to be a part of the communities and families and businesses that you've been entrusted. Uh, I do not take that lightly at all, and I am thrilled uh, that you have joined us here at this table, at this conversation. There's always a seat left. There's always room for more, Uh, and we are just so grateful for you guys joining us here at Good, True, and Beautiful. And as you approach this week, may you pause by the orchid. Listen to the bluebirds sing and be love.